to that. That's the sound of nature, that is. Birds singing, <laughs> waves crashing against the shore. Three fat lizards crashing into your ears with their podcast. <laughs> hey all. Hey all. It's, it's birthday girl's house party and it's only a bloody nature party. Oh, Lovely. Here we Lovely. Are. Sounded like a introduction to like a sort of um, meditation app or like a sort of spa. <laughs> mm, mm. Well, that's, that's the, that is the vibe of meditation apps, isn't it? Mindfulness. Nature. It's the trickling stream mm. and the... The wind in the trees. It's weird, isn't it? Because it's like that it must mean that nature is a relaxing place to be, but then we're all we all live in cities. It's like you're constantly yeah. you you're in your city and they're constantly like pretend you're somewhere else. Pretend you're in nature, <laughs> pretend you don't live there. <laughs> but yeah. even in the city you can find a bit of nature. I think that's meant to be the point of it, isn't it? Find a bit of green it's like that whole thing about bringing green into your home like bringing plants into your home is meant to be a good thing even if you live in the city our guest today well i mean listeners you're in for an absolute treat he (laughs) is a comedian an actor a writer a podcaster himself you might have seen him on horrible histories you might have heard him on radio 4 you might have seen his stage show the boxer or read his book the champ and the chump He's also most famously, mm. his most famous role to date is Camille's husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's an immersive performance piece he's been playing for how many years, Camille? <laughs> um, four, five, something okay. like that. <laughs> it's good that you know. It's his greatest achievement. Yeah. Uh, it's James with Nicholas, and he's going to be here very shortly. And uh, I have intel from Camille that he bloody loves nature. He loves nature. And actually, he recently, he has to play David Attenborough in Horrible Histories. Oh, great. So he's in the zone. I think, I don't know if they say it's David Attenborough anymore because he's so old. Uh, Yeah, I think whenever I've written on topical Mm. comedy shows recently, they've been saying, uh, don't, you can't be mentioning. No. No David Attenborough, no the Queen, just in case. (laughs) But it's very clear that (laughs) it, it is him. Yeah. 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 Um, he's in the waiting room. Let's bloody let him in. Here he is in a different room of his and Camille's flat to Camille. It's James McNicholas. <laughs> hey, live from the living room. Who said we're scraping the barrel for guests? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got uh, Rose's husband on next week. Dan Cook next week, week and the BBC Sam Francis will be joining us for our Christmas special. <laughs> Sam isn't even a comedian. Although, no. actually, do you remember when he wrote that joke for us that was really funny? What? what no. To be fair, he helps me with jokes all the time. Don't deny it, guys. People write your jokes. We know about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's an exclusive on the pod. You're going to see it front page of the sun tomorrow. Birthday girls don't write their own jokes. Yeah, do you remember we were doing that bit in our intro where we said we hadn't done a gig for a while. It was like, what have you all been up to? And BT was like, I've had a baby. And I was like, I've, I don't know what I'd done. Like, I've bought a flat. And then Camille yeah. said, and I've tried anal. And then, <laughs> yeah. then Sam said that we should, after that, say... I'm fine, but my husband can't sit down. And that got a cracking laugh. And James, you were implicated in that. Yeah, I didn't even know that that existed. Uh, Pegged by implication. Wow. How did Sam know? That's my question. Well, yeah. Camille tells me everything and I tell Sam everything. But all the, all the husbands have been on the pod before. If you want to listen back. Oh, yeah. all, all the husbands have been pegged, actually. <laughs> 
it's sort of an initiation ritual. <laughs> it happens at the wedding ceremony. Um, yeah, we, we were in series one. Oh, yeah. When we were back on BBC Sounds. Mm. Yeah, if you want to listen back, it's called Couples Retreat, I believe. Mm-hmm. Do I get paid as much as I did when it was BBC Sounds to be here now? You don't get paid anymore. Uh, no, you don't okay. get paid okay. at all. Cool. Cool. We don't get paid, James. We <laughs> essentially pay to do this now. So, yeah. We're making minus money. <laughs> no, I've seen the spreadsheets. Don't worry about it. <laughs> James, what? are you allowed to tell the story about your colleague who recently realised you were on our podcast before? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. So, I... Um, I do some football podcasts, right? And one of them, um, the producer, who I don't know very well, but she's very sweet, she sent me a message saying, what did she say? She said, oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm listening to a podcast that you're on now. It's about swingers or something like that. <gasps> and I was like, what? And it, anyway, it turned, it transpired that it was the episode of Bertha Girl's House Party with the three husbands. Oh yeah, maybe it's called Swingers, not Couples Retreat. No, no, it's called Couples Retreat because the oh. BBC wouldn't let us call it Swingers. Right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. It. There we so, go. So that happened and I was like, oh yeah, that's my wife's podcast. And, and she was like, oh right. She said, it's not my sense of humour, but you seem to be really enjoying it. <laughs> I love it that she told you that. Yeah, it's brutal, isn't it? Not my uh, sense of humour. Yeah, and the weird thing about that was, that podcast, which, by the way, if you want to listen to it, is confusingly on a different RSS feed, so you'll have to find it. It's you really, do yeah, still find, find it, it by putting Birthday Girls House Party in the search yeah. bar. It will come but up. Do you remember that they wouldn't let us call it Swingers Party, but they did keep in the section where we talked about whether we would have sex with the Queen or not? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. BBC's weird, isn't it? Sometimes really weird. Yeah. yeah. Funny loopholes you could find. It's like, oh, we weren't talking badly about the Queen. We were. No, just... I think it was because we were balanced. You have to show balance with the BBC. So some people right. said they wouldn't, and some people said they would. So it's balance. <laughs> right. So then it's fine. If everyone had been like, no, I'd absolutely not fuck the Queen. Yeah. Then you you can't air it, unfortunately. And um, James, am I right that when you play well? David Attenborough on Horrible Histories, you're not actually allowed to say it's him anymore because he's old, like the Queen. So basically, yeah, I play in Horrible Histories, the kids show, I play Charles Darwin. And I, in the previous series, did it as like a David Attenborough impression, an Mm -hmm. impeccable David Attenborough impression, if I'd say so myself. (laughs) And before we started filming this series, they sort of took me aside and they were like, James, just so you know, um, Darwin's back in this series, but we don't think you can do it as David Attenborough. And I was like, why? And they were like, we're a little bit worried he might die before it comes out. (laughs) Yeah. I was saying to BT and Camille, whenever I write on topical shows, they're always like, you can't Mm. mention him. You can't do it. It's too risky. Unless it's going out live. Like, we could talk about him. Oh, no, this isn't live either. We shouldn't no. be talking about him, guys. This oh, could gosh. be in really poor taste in a couple of weeks' time. He's a national treasure, though. We all love him. That's why people want to talk about him. Well, yeah. yeah. Can't just not talk about him because he's old. I've met him, David Attenborough. Have you? He's the best He's the best person I've ever met. In terms of, like, not that, not that we had the best Your time. wife is on this podcast, James. <laughs> David Attenborough is the best person I've ever met. Uh, and that's not to say that we had like a brilliant day where like we ate ice cream it just was like if you said who's the most impressive person that you've hung right. out with 
briefly. Oh, okay. Do you know, uh, he used to live on my street when I was a kid. No, no way. I went to that house. Yeah. It's like, Beatty, why are you looking at me as if I'm mental that I don't know? I don't remember this. Well, no, I'm just trying to think if I made it up. But I definitely no, 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 like, you didn't. said hello to him on the street when I was a kid. But Beatty, I came to that house in Richmond. Yeah. Was it the one in Richmond? Yes. yes. And I remember you and your parents pointing out his garden and it had yes. all like proper tropical <gasps> plants in it. Yes. Gorillas. Gorillas. <laughs> It's like, if you can imagine what David Attenborough's garden would look like, yeah. that is true. Oh, wow. It looks a bit like a rainforest. Do you think they film a lot of his stuff there? Uh, <laughs> especially since COVID. Do you know oh, what I yeah. mean? It's like, if we would just do it in the garden, guys. David's not going to get on a plane. Well, it's, it's bad for the environment, for one exactly, thing. Yeah, exactly, true. Bring the tigers in and then yeah. let them loose in his garden. He's getting old. The tigers yeah. can come to us now. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he still does his own gardening. Of course he doesn't. I wouldn't have thought no, so. No, he's 95. No. He can't, he can't get down on your knees at 95. Wow, really? Think he's getting someone in? Of course he is. Camille, are you mental? I would have imagined so. <laughs> I just assumed he'd be so sort of green-fingered, he'd want to do it all himself, like his pride and joy. Yeah. What does it mean that he is physically able to get down on his knees for, you know, 45 minutes a day? He might be. Then he gets up, he sweeps his chimney and, <laughs> he's he, at... and then he cleans his car. He's at COP26. Why can't he get in his own back garden? <laughs> because he's, he's sat on a train to get to COP26. He's not He's not doing back-breaking work on his knees in the flower beds. <laughs> okay, all right, fine. I think you underestimate how taxing gardening is, Camille. Yeah, I've never done it. Okay, now, James, Camille Mm. says you're into nature. Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Mad for it. Started wildlife club at school when I was eight. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Started it. You're the founding member. Yeah, I think there's a plaque probably now. I started it with two boys, Ollie Halpin and David Fiddler. That is their real names. Okay. And <laughs> they um, they were pretty cool. To put it in context, they spoke to each other in a language called Quingy, which they had invented themselves. <laughs> Did you not speak the language as well? No, I had to just pretend. I just nodded along. What? What does Quingy... Uh, oh, so you have no idea how Queenie worked? It, no, it was like, honestly, they had pages and pages where they'd worked it out. It was like right. Elvish or something. Yeah. And it was like they would just whisper it to each other in Quingy while I like, <laughs> while I made a poster about, we got to save the Amazon. <laughs> so, was, okay, so your wildlife club was yours about conservation or was yeah. it about going well, out into nature? There was a practical element. I did once um, make two ladybirds mate and then what I do you put mean make? them... Well... Mate. <laughs> mate. No, mate. No, no, no. She make. means make. Oh. He said he made them mate. And she said, what do you mean make? <laughs> I understand what mating is, BT. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. He made them mate. Yeah. How? Well, I just sort of like held them near each other. James! Uh, what? I let, no, I just That's... let one get near the other one i was like hashtag me too for ladybird i was ladybird cupid i was bringing these ladybirds together i found one up a tree and one in the playground they would never have met if it wasn't for me how did you know what their genders were and how do you know that they did sorry god did they mate well let's just say i put them in mark lobato's desk and then 
Next thing you knew, there were eggs on his ruler. You're joking. <laughs> no. And I was called up in front of the teacher. Miss, miss. James made two ladybirds mate and now I've got eggs on my ruler. I mean, that poor teacher. Do you know what I mean? Uh, well, what a teaching opportunity to be like, guys, science, sex nature. Ed. Science, but, nature. And also consent. <laughs> This was the 90s, Rose. We didn't right, yeah. have all that. Yeah, no. yeah. Did you, Sam told me that ladybirds are disgusting. Why? Okay. <laughs> that really sounded like something you would say in primary school. Sam told me that ladybirds are disgusting. No, he said that they're like riddled with STDs. Like they've got some what? form of like um, ladybird me. gonorrhea. <laughs> James, oh, you know James, you know that super gonorrhea that's going around at the minute. Now yeah. we know where it bloody came from. Trace it back. <laughs> uh, but he said they're basically like absolutely rotten. Oh, I love horrible. a ladybird. I know. When I was younger, I was a member of um, what well, you got a magazine with it, and it's a charity. WWF, not the wrestling. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. No, the panda pa- one. Yeah, World Wildlife Federation well, or Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah magazine yeah. every every yeah. month, learning about animals. Yeah, I remember that magazine. I think I did a twenty four hour um, twenty four hour famine for it. I don't think you did a famine. I mean, I think that's sort of a I phenomena mean, that happens. A twenty four hour. I did a famine. <laughs> I did. I did a famine. Yeah, guys, I'm doing a sponsored famine. I'm actually not involved. It's some lads out in Africa. They're really struggling, but they're doing ever so well. Twenty quid. I did a. I did a. What are you talking about? I did a twenty four hour money um, thing. You know what I mean. <laughs> A sponsored fast, a sponsored fast. You mean fast. fast? That's what I meant. A fast. A sponsored fast. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Camille, my question to you is: Yes, you're you were you fa- a fan of nature mm. clearly as a child. Would you say you are at one with nature though? Would you say you are yes. comfortable in nature? Would you not? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm not a natural camper. Fine. No. But well, also, I just feel like mm. you get quite scared of things. Okay. Okay. I hear you. But what I'll say to that is, yes, I I do get scared. I don't really like camping. <laughs> but then, and you have hay fever. And I have hay fever. Fine. But let's all remember. And you get very cold. Let's all remember when I went to Mongolia very and cold. I really faced my fears. And I had to be there for a week and I was basically uh, no phones, pooing in a hole. Um, famine as well. As there were horses <laughs> just milling around right by me, lambs running around and no electricity. Lambs are no. one of your fears. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awful. Guys, I'm just saying, I did it. I was at one with nature. For a week? Yeah, for a week. Yeah, for a television programme, sure. <laughs> yeah, I would say, though, as you said, it's about, for you, that was like challenging your fears. Yeah, was that a natural was, place for you to well, be? Did you enjoy it? Do you know it? what? I actually did. Out of all the places I went, I loved it. I would also say, sort of like, when you come down to mm. Devon, you, my dad will give yes. you a tour of the garden and you'll be like unsure about what a carrot is and stuff. Right. Yeah. No, that's hard. I didn't know what the beans were, okay? There were certain beans. I didn't know what they were. I, but I'm interested in it. I go around the garden with Brian. I, oh, I listen yeah. to what he tells me. But right, sue me. I grew up in I grew up in a in a very urban environment. 
sue me. You grew up in the suburbs of Reading. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you grew up in a tower block, Camille. What are you talking about? I just think I'm getting attacked. No, no. No, it's not by no means an attack. It was just me questioning your oneness with nature. I love going on a walk. Love a walk. Love swimming in the sea. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm, that's true. She that's does true. Love the she sea. does. But I would say, for example, lambs, BT has probably helped birth lambs. I have. Mm. Wow. Well, well done, BT. That's great. I've cut, <laughs> I've cut a calf out of its birth sack. Wow. That is impressive. That is incredible. Isn't I've it? milked a horse. I've milked a horse. You milked what? a what? A horse? I think, oh, who Camille, knows about I, nature I don't, now? I don't think that's what happened, Camille. Camille, when you say milked, I what think you've do been you set mean? Because this happened with Rebecca Luz. Did remember. it just have one yes. big long teat? <laughs> and, and was somebody filming? Was somebody yeah, it filming? was for the TV program. Oh my god! Oh dear. It was oh, a kids' no. show. It was actually what? <laughs> Horses get milked in Mongolia. Right. They they ferment it of or course, something, yeah. and then they they drink it. Did you drink it? Um, nah. nah. <laughs> Allergies. She's not mental. Allergies. And <laughs> um, BT, did you ever go to Creeley Adventure Park in Devon? Yeah, it's a lovely place. It's got nature. It's got a farm. It's got an adventure playground. I got a, my school. One of the sort of rites of passage was you went to Creeley, milked a cow, got a certificate for it. That's the kind of area that I grew up in. <laughs> they were like, "Don't you worry about your sats, guys. We need to get oh, yeah. you milking. We need mm-hmm. to get you milking." Lovely life. Yeah. James, even though you love nature, would you say you're at one with it then? Uh, ups and downs. I've had ups and downs. I mean, you all know about um, me being in the car with the monkey. What? What? You must know that story. Come on. I don't think I can remember. It's a podcast. People listening won't know it. The story is that when I was a baby, my mum took me to Gibraltar with my grandma and Gibraltar's got a population of Barbary macaques. Yeah. And we were in a car that had a sunroof, basically. <laughs> and they, because they were English people on holiday, they insisted on having the sunroof open. The yeah. sheer novelty of sunlight uh-huh. um, polluted their minds. <laughs> and I mean, I was in a baby seat in the back of the car. And um, it's not technically a monkey. A, an ape clambered in. <laughs> through the sunroof and my mum and grandma got out the car and ran away oh my god left me in the car with a monkey oh my god and you could have ripped you in half could have ripped me in half apparently every time i ask them about this they just laugh and i always say like what happened my grandma says they went they went and hid behind this group of american tourists oh my god they always say they could just hear this woman going oh my god Look at that poor little guy. He's terrified. <laughs> <laughs> and that was me. Face to face. Oh, my God. Um, and also, now your mum... That's crazy because your mum's greatest desire in life yeah. is to own and live with a monkey. Well, she had a pet sheep when she was growing up, which I think has mm-hmm. sort of... And, and bear in mind, she wasn't like growing up in Devon like you. She was in mm. the suburbs of North London and they had a sheep like in the kitchen. Where did she get the sheep from? Her dad just turned up with it one day. Um, it was called Puffy, Puffy the lamb. 
and um, it used to run away. My mum went to school over the road and it used to run away from home and try and find her in the school. Oh, my oh God. God. Mary had a little lamb. It's literally Mary had a little lamb. Yeah, except in the end, the lamb had to get taken away because mm. it kept um, eating things and shitting in the house. Yeah. So there was a, a sad ending. But so after that, in her adult years, yeah, you're right. She has, she does want a monkey. She's always wanted a monkey for a pet. And she, it was a concerted campaign that she began about five years ago, where in the build up to every birthday and Christmas, she would just start texting me like pictures of monkeys. <laughs> and they would always be like wearing human clothes. Uh, <laughs> and you were like, you're not, you're not furthering your case. Yeah, exactly. I remember one time, I was like, I'm not sure this is a good idea. And I remember she replied saying, uh, please, Jamie, I'll look after it so nicely. I can keep it in the garage. <laughs> and I was like, the second part of that message right, really undoes the first part. The first part. Also, you played the greatest prank of all time on her as a result of this. Yeah, I did one Christmas morning. I, I wrapped up a banana and put it in a box under the tree. <laughs> So that when she unwrapped it, she was like, you know, like when someone gets like the keys to a car yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. And she unwrapped it and she, she put the banana and she was like, oh, I think she actually said, is it in the garage? She, like, yeah, she, yeah. She, she, video. she videoed it and yeah. she just goes, where is it? James, where is it? Is it in the garage? I, like, there is no I don't think the garage is an appropriate space for a wild no, animal for to a live. Monkey. Oh, a monkey. But James, those monkeys in Gibraltar, mm. I have also been attacked by them. No. Yes, they. I was eating some crisps and I didn't know, like, apparently, you know, now it's like, for me, it's like, oh yeah, it's common knowledge. You should never kind of when they're around open food but I just didn't know or or I or I thought I was safe because I could see the monkeys they were like far sort of yeah, away yeah. from me across the thing so I opened the crisps but I forgot that um I was standing under a tree <gasps> and a monkey from the tree jumped from the tree onto my head and tried to steal the crisps and I was screaming and my friends I was there with my friends um from uni so Sarah Moss it was her we were staying in her dad's place and Ollie and Jamie and Alex Harding, I remember, he fell to the floor with laughter. <laughs> he, he, he thought it was so funny. He collapsed to the ground with laughter. James, don't you remember? Were we in Sri Lanka? We saw a man, like a monkey was getting really close to him and this man pushed him and the monkey punched him back? Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were in Sri Lanka. We were climbing Sigiriya, which is this big mountain rock. Yeah. And... Yeah, basically, this bloke hit the monkey and the monkey hit him back. It was, a, it was a Russian tourist and he was like chewing the monkey away. And the monkey was like, fuck off. And like hit him back. Good. I love that. Right, guys, should we, uh, should we play a game? Yeah. Let's do it. Please, yeah. Great. So the, the first game we're going to play is called Nature and Nurture. Mm. Ooh. To be honest, I'll, like when I try and think of these, the names of the games, Camille's very good at it. I don't think I'm very good at it. I sort of, I can't. I, uh, I well, that's struggle. probably good, Rose. I think of the name first and have to work backwards. So the game's weird. And that's why your games are deranged. You think yeah. of the game and then it's probably yeah. the better way around. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I am better. <laughs> Um, okay, so in this game, 
James Nicholas has come into some money. Don't ask how. And he has decided he wants to live that primary school wildlife club dream and go on the best nature retreat ever. So we're all going to pitch him an idea for our our nature Hmm. retreat that we've come up with. And he's going to pick which one he wants to go on. And can I just say straight off the bat, I've absolutely fucked it. Why? Yeah, (laughs) I I have too. I fucked it. Oh, maybe oh, we've come no. up with the same one. I reckon we've come I up with the same one. I think I know one. why you're saying that, and I think I've done the same thing too. No, you haven't done monkeys. <gasps> oh, no. I have. Ah, okay. I fucked it in a different way. I'll explain. Well, I'm ready to forgive them. Let's, okay. let's okay. hear the All pictures. Right. So, All right. Yeah. Well, should we do Battle of the yeah, Monkeys first? Let's do Battle of the Monkeys. <laughs> okay. Beatty, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first because yeah, yeah, yours you will be better first. than mine. No, um, no, no. I feel like they're going to be the same. Okay. <laughs> so just to check, is this, uh, am I going on this retreat or am I building it? No, you're going on it. Okay. You're going on okay. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my retreat is called the Monkey Mindfulness Retreat. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds like it's... a contradiction in terms, but let's... let's... <laughs> <laughs> it's in uh, the jungles of Borneo uh-huh. in a tree house that is built like around the trees. Like it's a non-destructive yeah, yeah, environment. Yeah, I know what <laughs> Like, like nothing was destroyed to build it. It's all you know, like all those. It's not like all of those big concrete industrial yeah, houses yeah, yeah. you get. It's this is a Beatty, natural one. Quick, quick question: What's it made out of? This treehouse. Fuck off. Right, right. It's made of stuff that's fallen onto the forest floor. Mm. Okay, right. Okay, but Twins in a leaves. really great way. Like it's all, and it's really luxurious and really like instagrammable and really beautiful glamping vibes glamping vibes and you're living with a community of orangutans uh-oh okay <laughs> right who come and go as they please they're just in and out and I, I, right them coming and going as they please <laughs> yeah i don't understand how that's supposed to be a positive for me <laughs> have a room that i mean you can you, you they don't come do inside i have locks the on house. this room yes right. there's locks there's, okay. there's is there a sunroof is there a sunroof <laughs> <laughs> can james come and go as he pleases or is he prisoner in this room no. of course i can't There's i'm surrounded by orangutan <laughs> i've got my back to my door it's in a panic room just <laughs> bolting the door shut <laughs> trying to send no. out some sort of sos through the trees help no one can see the smoke signals I'm seeing because I'm surrounded by shrubbery. But no, but they're really lovely orangutans. Okay. Like they're that really one nice. in Planet of the Apes, who's sort of gentle and yeah, 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 yeah. They're just lovely and they come and go and um, you know they're not there the whole time. They're just sort of in and out. Right. Some but, sort of um, shift pattern. Yeah. <laughs> So the main sort of thing, it's it's like getting back to basics, getting back to nature, sort of tech holiday kind of thing. But yeah. there are three different packages. Okay. okay. So there's package number one is the luxury lemur. Uh, and that is a focus on pampering, you know, like... Um, <laughs> what do you mean? Are the monkeys doing the massage? Am I getting oh, a facial off an orangutan? Listen, orangutans <laughs> are very strong and who's to say they can't get a knot out? Of a, of a tight shoulder, you know? Sure, okay. So you've trained, oh. yeah. This is not going to go down it's, well with, with it, yeah. Ethic, ethically, 
RSPCA to vibes. To be fair, it's I go, all consensual. I go and see this Thai lady, and she basically crawls on me, so I can see <laughs> the logic. Right. But like, it's all consensual. The monkeys aren't being forced to do anything. Can't get consent of an orangutan. It's not possible. Well, he can go if if he wants. He's coming and going. They can do a thumbs up. (laughs) You're having a lovely massage. Okay. You can have, you know, big soaks in a big um, hot spring bath. Mm. It's all sort of natural oils and facials (laughs) and, um, you know, keto diet and... Smoothies and fruits, and you can dine with the apes. You know, there's a big long table outside, and they can all come and eat fruit with you. Yeah, they're going to share their food nicely with James. They're nice. That these these ones are mm. nice and are good at sharing food. Right. Okay. okay, that's package number one. Is like luxury treehouse, lovely yeah. dreamland. Package number two, the active ape. And now this one is a focus mm. on fitness. <laughs> Uh, but the monkey way so it's like assault courses and swinging through the trees and like go ape clambing around and all yeah it's like Mm. go ape but um, literally yeah literally yeah Uh, and also really fun all the monkeys are doing it with you climbing trees it's really fun yeah yeah are there safety instructors or are they monkeys as well (laughs) Everyone is monkeys. Right, just to be clear, all the staff are monkeys, right? Yeah, all the staff are monkeys. Package number three, go primal. Live as a monkey. (laughs) Primal screaming. (laughs) Complete release of everything that makes you human. Right. And just like shitting on the floor. So in that package, I don't get my own room. Right. You're in like a little tree bed. You're in like a little leaf bed in the trees. And you're just living as a monkey. God, and you 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 sort of like forget what being a human's like. How long for? However long you want. It's your holiday. I think after ten days you'd get that'd be enough, wouldn't it? (laughs) Ten days, James. You're sticking it out for ten (laughs) days. Seven to ten days. I just think, well, always go away longer than a week. If it's a week, by the time you relax, you've got to come home. All the way to Borneo. Come on, we go over the jet lag and then. Right, so I've got those three packages to choose from. Yeah. Okay. Right. Should I should I hear roses now? I mean, yes. Do you have any questions or queries? Uh, I think we've covered it off. I'm trapped in a room with some monkeys. You're if not I trapped want, in a room. If I want, I can be naked and shitting on the floor. <laughs> Which, to be fair, whenever I look for a holiday on Booking.com, I'm checking those boxes early doors. Make sure Airbnb does that. Do they permit shitting on the floor? Must have. Plus Wi-Fi, please. Book it. Um, okay, my the problem is. You know, there is crossover. Mm-hmm. Of course there's crossover. We've mm-hmm. both done monkeys. Mm-hmm. Mine's got a twist, though, I'd say. Mine's Go got on. a twist. Go on, okay. back yourself. Mine is called Champs Chimp Camp. <laughs> Champs Chimp Camp. Okay. Champs, Champs Chimp, Chimp Camp. Champs, 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 Champs Chimp Camp. Camp. I can Champs, see where this Champs, is going. Champs Chimp Camp. Yep. Now, it's deep in the African rainforest. Okay. And sort of similar to BT's, we're talking luxury cabins mm. in the trees. Mm. Um, so basically all natural on the outside, but on the inside, we're talking, it's like a f- like the the best five-star hotel room you've ever been into. Okay? I like that, because so I do like my creature worlds. comforts. Mm-hmm. You've got mm. a king-size bed with like a beautiful memory, memory foam mattress. You've got um, Sky oh. TV. Rose, you are, you are keep ticking talk, James's talking. boxes here. <laughs> and we're talking a mini fridge full of treats constantly restocked okay, okay. 
The monkeys, the monkeys can't get in. There's like facial recognition. I want to point out that the monkeys can't get into mine either. You all, BT, yeah, that was that, that, you, that That's not what I have said. to be honest. That did you, not come across. Said. Listen, when you said the phrase, the monkeys can come and go as they please. <laughs> <laughs> that's very different to the monkeys can't get in. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but basically, <laughs> it's it's not dissimilar to BT's Go Primal in its in its nature essence mm. you've got your hotel room but also basically when prior to arrival you are fitted with a bespoke chimp suit okay <laughs> okay. okay so that when you want to venture out of your cabin they accept you as one of uh-huh. your own do, yeah mm. are we sure they're gonna do that or because... they fear yes. you because you're no 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 <laughs> listen listen because you are bigger than them by some stretch. So you are naturally, they are going to defer to you as the dominant male. So I've watched male. You're not going to be enough any danger. nature programs to know that all the alphas are going to try and fight him because mm. he's too big. Mm. He's too big. They big won't. Threat. They just, you, you just have to show a degree of, um, you have to do a display <laughs> of ferociousness and then you're fine. The thing is, big as I may be, a chimp, can't a chimp like rip your arms off and mm. stuff? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, off. they Bite your you're face in a suit, off. and the suit, the suit is really strong. It right. can't. It's really strong and really realistic. And the main thing about this chimp suit is you can't be ripped limb from limb. Okay, that's <laughs> okay. the main, okay. <laughs> the main thing. <laughs> and also, you are attached by a complex, uh, by a set of harnesses at all times mm. to the tree, so you can walk around. But you can genuinely swing around like a monkey, free mm. and completely mm. safely. Okay, and it's a long harness. <laughs> it's pretty fun, I would say. And basically, you can just relax in your room, take the chimp suit off, take a load off. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. also, if you want to, go and they're highly social animals. Join them foraging for some foods like honey oh. and termites. Uh, but also, <laughs> knowing that you have got a five-star chef on standby to make you whatever you want in the hut when you get home. See, I like that. I like the, the separation. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I can be in and, yeah. in and amongst the monkeys. <sighs> yeah. But retreat into my own private yeah. space. So, so basically, it's this sort of magical experience where you know you you are sort of you can experience proper life in a monkey community yeah. you but can go a... beat the shit out of some monkeys yeah yeah, yeah if you yeah. want <laughs> listen go. there's no there's what like all of these five-star resorts you know international waters right that's the kind of vibe I'd, I'd... You, what i'm saying is if one of those if one of those women monkeys oh, fancy. <laughs> wow. oh dear if you want I don't want to be too direct in my comparison, but am I to understand, Rose, that none of your monkeys are trained masseurs? <laughs> Sorry, no. Right. Okay. Mm, so no. that, so uh-huh. BT is so still in the game. Okay, here. okay. Uh, maybe one, what, mm. maybe you could have one as a butler. Maybe one's... Yeah, you know in is, a little but, suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, but basically, our tagline is, Champs Chimp Camp is the nature retreat with a difference. You're not looking at nature, <laughs> you are nature. Oh, okay. That's very good. It's a little bit long for a tagline, but it's good. No, no in quite a small font, that will work brilliantly. Uh huh. Okay. I okay. You could just shorten it to "You Are Nature." Yeah. 
You are nature, yeah, Tim yeah, Curry. You are exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thanks, BT. That's all right. You are nature. Yeah. And <laughs> and and it, you could even use the letters U and R if you need to really. Oh condense. yeah. Yeah. Got a word count. And then and then then underneath in really small print it says you can <laughs> fuck a monkey if you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. P.S. P.S. So I'll be. I'm alarmed because. Camille said she's done something bad or wrong. Yeah. And it's not to do with monkeys. So so mine is very, very, very different to these two. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> James, we're taking you back to the pig farm. Now, you would think I've got an advantage because I know you so well. You would think that, Camille, yeah. Maybe some of these elements I have managed to, uh, yeah, use my knowledge. Um, But the thing is, I've chosen to base it on an animal that's got some bad connotations for you, even though you love them. So we haven't spoken about it on the pod, but basically on our honeymoon when we went whale watching, because you love whales. I do love whales, yeah. Being on the boat made you dizzy, and it's been a chronic illness since we got off the boat. Yeah. (laughs) It's quite a big thing to sort of just condense into 10 seconds on a podcast, isn't it? But yeah. basically, she summed it up there. Also, if she's done something on a boat, this is insane. Yeah. Have you got me back on the boat? James has told me he will never set foot on a boat again. Okay. That's on top of the water, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So let's imagine a world where the doctors tell you that it's absolutely fine for your brain to be underwater. Okay? Just imagine that. Hi, is that Dr. Sorinthran, my neurologist? <laughs> Hi. Just checking. I know you said no boats. What if I'm... A- okay, okay. Yeah, it's all fine. They've okayed it. Okay, because you still love whales, don't you? Okay. Oh, yeah, I always will. So, hang okay. on, so I'm, I'm in a submarine, am I? My retreat is called The Wishing Whale. Mm, I'm yeah. at, the name came first, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this because I when when I thought about this, the first thing I thought was obviously don't do whales. Yeah. That'll be triggering. Yeah, don't Very do boats. Don't do the sea. In the, in, under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, we're in Cornwall. That's where the wishing um, whale is. Cornwall. Anywhere in the world <laughs> to go whale watching. <laughs> Any anywhere okay. in the world. To go whale watching, she's gone to Cornwall. There are no whales in Cornwall. I didn't say we were whale watching. I said we were inside the retreat called the Wishing Whale. So, hang on. I'd call that false advertising. Okay, listen. If it's in Cornwall, do they definitely not have whales in Cornwall? Okay, fine. Doesn't matter. No, doesn't matter. They've got basking sharks. They get occasional. There, there was go. a killer whale there actually when we were there oh, in by May. Okay, I'd yeah. say if you're wanting to go and see whales, you want to see a blue one, don't you? It's mm. not about the whale watching. It's not about that. Why is it okay. called the wishing whale then? <laughs> okay, you get down to Cornwall. <laughs> is it because you spend <laughs> you're in Cornwall? You spend your whole time wishing there was a fucking whale. No, do you know why it's Cornwall? Because. I thought, James, you're quite interested in climate change. Maybe you're going to want to take less flights mm. to go here. It's very eco-friendly. Okay, you just pop yourself on a train down yeah. to Cornwall. Right, okay. Now you get to the beach. There's a huge whale made out of recycled plastic from the ocean. Somehow they've done it so that water can't get in. That's that's what it's made of. You go inside the mm-hmm. whale, 
and the whale then becomes a submarine so it goes out to the sea and straight under yeah so it's like oh yeah you enter through the whale's mouth and then it shuts and that's it you're a submarine like Jonah. You go under the sea and the the walls are clear. So it's like you're properly in the sea. You can see everything around you. And they take you out quite far. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. All the sewage that's been dumped in the sea. We started in Cornwall. We could go We could go as far as you like <laughs> around the world. Yeah, if you want. It's like a massive cruise, but in a submarine. Okay. When you're in there, right, it's like okay, an all-inclusive yeah. hotel. You can get drinks, you can get snacks, you can... There's like a lovely hot tub. There is a masseuse that isn't a monkey, it's just a human. Right. Human staff. Human staff. You can go get okay. a masseuse. Tick. Um, you can... Now, this is where I'm going to... This is where I'm hoping I'm going to get the knowledge in. You can take your dog with you. They've got doggy daycare on board. Um, there's activity, activities set up, like miniature figure painting. You can do little creatures of like fish and whales and stuff, like an arts and crafts area. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Is that something you're into, James? He loves all that painting. I like arts and crafts stuff. I just keep thinking about the fact that I'm going on holiday to the bottom of the ocean and my first thought is, can I bring my dog? <laughs> okay, I'm not finished. Um, if you want... Yeah. If you, you want, know she can't swim, she right? Might get into it. If you want, you can learn di- scuba diving on the onboard pool, and then there's a special like sort of hole that you can go out of. There's a hole in it. That's a problem. Like they do in submarines, you can get out and scuba dive in the sea. Um, uh, right, what else? Okay. David Attenborough's on board. He does a talk every day about different. Whoa! 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 I feel like you've added that in. That was on my. I swear to God, I wrote that. I wrote that down yesterday. Oh no! It, you writing it down isn't a problem. Isn't the problem? The problem is that you're just casually David Attenborough's now. He's got monkeys that are stars. You're making him work on a cruise, and he's 95. Also, guys, when's this going out? Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. You've got to tread carefully, here, Camille. Uh, well, he's doing a talk every day. He does a Q and A talk every day he's 95 you can you can it, it, just like a cruise you can stop off in different places they take you out they teach you about fishing rock pooling crabbing <laughs> crabbing crabbing um, the wonders of the ocean and they're taking you rock pooling um but 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 it's yeah. against the backdrop of it being this this beautiful uh sort of like five star all-inclusive hotel at the same time right yeah that yeah. does sound interesting well my just first question is is uh, i think that the laws of physics would prevent prevent it from working that didn't come into play with bt's monkey masseuses so we're not doing laws of <laughs> physics this is a but monkeys could conceivably do a m- massage you can't if it's if it's traveling in the ocean going to the bottom down like that it's got to be very heavy Rose, can't be all big have you have you heard of submarines? They'll be able to make it big. A big submarine. Yeah, it's going to be claustrophobic. Have you heard of submarines? <laughs> well, yeah, but they don't seem like a very nice place to go yeah. on holiday. Well, I think the thing is, it's got to be a pressurised environment, hasn't it? And otherwise, it would just float to the mm-hmm. top. I think we're going to have to let the science of it go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, okay. yeah, I agree with Rose. There are a few engineering issues here. <laughs> it, it, do you know what it reminds me of a bit? You, have you, ever, you know, if you go on the Eurostar... there's a thing that they offer on the Eurostar for kids where like they you buy these glasses and they look out the window and they can see like fish and whales and stuff oh wow 
Yeah. I mean, I always just think that sounds absolutely terrifying. <laughs> like, yeah. just sort of underlining, just so you're aware, you're 50,000 <laughs> leagues under the ocean. Um, <laughs> if this train were penetrated by anything, we'll all drown. Uh, but, but on the other side of the coin, it's got that kind of nice aquarium feel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then in one, in some ways, just why not just go to the aquarium? True. Because, yeah, you know, well. Because this time, you are nature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are the whale. You are the sea. Right, do you want a decision from me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, assuming I was to get the medical okay, mm. would it be possible to um, board the wishing whale, mm. but uh, depart on, let's say... The west coast of Africa for a spot yeah. of crabbing, <laughs> yeah. rather than Cornwall. <laughs> and while I'm there, visit one of these kind of more monkey-themed establishments. Mm. Now, well, oh, so you're going for a mixture? Is that mm. is that permitted? Is that permitted? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Anything's permissible. It's a completely made-up game. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Um, and I, I, I'm sorry to say that. At the end of the day, one of those resorts has Sky Television and the other one doesn't. Mm. I knew it! And that is, I knew it! You know, that's the deciding sure. factor. Okay, yeah, all right. As much okay. as I'd love the well, idea of the monkey masseuse, yeah. Sky Plus, please. Wow. I just Mine's more yeah. about nature, I guess. Well, Rose says that I am nature. <laughs> so. In a way, me and Rose have won. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, but what's clear is that BT has lost. Yes, yeah. that's the clearest. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's unclear who's won, but yeah. Okay, I'll have that. I'll oh. take that. Um, bit of fun. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. fun. Thanks, guys. They all sound great. Thank you. I really <laughs> did feel like I tried to think about what you would like. It BT was that, sounds that like... little niggle about the dizziness. Mm. And the, sure, the, that is a bit water. of a niggle. little niggle. But <laughs> BT sounds like... Um, you know, Dickie Attenborough at the start of Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Just being like, it's amazing. You're in there with the monkeys. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> the fences are down. The monkeys are coming and going as they please. Um, it's time for Legends and Dick of the Week. Camille, before we do ours... We got any Patreon legends of the week? Do you know what we have? Let's oh. shout out these bloody legends. Come on. You're a bunch of legends. Kath Hamilton. Legend. 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 Rebecca Locke. Legend. legend. And this name is incredible. Katya de la Fuente. Oh, legend. Legend. De la means of the, right? Katya of the Fuente. I wonder what Fuente means. I'm, well, I think it I'm might sure. be her name. I don't know if she's actually from the Fuente. <laughs> Katya of the Fuente. Katya, if you're listening. Are you from the Fuente? Write in, tell us, tell us what you're of. Tell us what the swipe Fuente is, mate. Oh, it, fountain. It means fountain, apparently. Oh, okay. Katya of the Fountain. Yeah. Lovely. What a beautiful name. Mm-hmm. Not to dumb down the other two. No, that everyone's got beautiful <laughs> names. Everyone's got beautiful names in their own right. You're all beautiful. Nature, yeah. everyone is nature. Everyone is unique nature. And thank you for signing up to our Patreon. If you want to get a shout out on the pod, all you've got to do is sign up to our Patreon too. Yeah, just go yeah. to www. You've got to put in the W's. Yeah, <laughs> Make sure you put www.patreon.com forward slash 
birthday girl's house party. Sign up to one of our tiers. There's many tiers. I feel like we're kind of at the end of a show, like Strictly Come Dancing when we do that bit. Yeah. <laughs> we should get, like they do, we should get our guests to do it. You know, they always get like a famous person oh, to like, yeah. be like, cool, this number. Do you want to do it, James? Do you want to plug our what Patreon? Do, what do I need to do? W. Remember the, all the W's? And the, <laughs> yeah. And patreon.com slash... What is it? Birthday Girls? Birthday Girls House Party. Birth- Patreon.com slash Birthday Girls House Party. Yay! Yay! Now, on with the show. <laughs> well, yeah, just also there's loads of extra content this oh, yeah. week. There's a cracking game where you'll hear us pitting, pitting our wits against each other to see who's the most yeah. at one with nature. Yeah, we figure um, out who is the most at one with nature, which is quite mm. exciting. So if you want to know that, tune in. Great stuff. Right, um, Beatty, who's your legend and dick of the week? Uh, my legend is my new washer dryer. <laughs> oh, oh, Christmas has come early. Oh, I've got a new washer dryer courtesy of my very kind father. It's an early Christmas present because I'm having a new baby and I was panicking about all the washing I've got to do because it fills up my flat already. Every time I do a wash, it's like the whole kitchen living room is just full of clothes. But now I can dry them, uh, which is really nice. Can I just ask... Why is uh-huh. there so much washing with a baby? What is it just like? Oh. Is it just all the pooing and the yeah, dribbling? It's all, yeah, with with a tiny baby, it's well with Mabel. She did about ten shits a day. Oh, and I'd God. say half of those are leaking. <laughs> Yellow poo everywhere. Is that on the milk diet? That's what it does. The milk diet. That's on the milk diet. Yeah, it's just poo expo- poo explosions like you've never seen like you can't imagine like it covers the whole baby sometimes it's like Shit. just goes all the way up the back gets in their hair uh, it's just a nightmare so very grateful for that uh, my dick of the week now I don't know if I'm in the wrong oh in here we go oh I love it oh yum 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 this or feels like gossip or if he's in the wrong right okay so the people are delivering the washing machine mm-hmm. oh, okay. I was going to ask about they- that Okay. They turn up with the new washing machine. Immediately as he sees the stairs, he goes, oh, my knees. Oh, no. And I go, okay. Well, well, you're pregnant, so you can't do it. Yeah, and he's like, it's him him and this other guy. The other guy didn't complain at all. It's just this one guy who's going, oh, my knees. Um, Yeah, no, all right, we can do it, we can do it. Uh, Gets it up the stairs, then takes out the other washing machine, and is like, can't take this one down the stairs, it's too heavy. (gasps) And I go, oh, uh, and it and it's like they get they gave it a try, and he was like, no, 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 it's not going to work. We're not, we can't do it. Can't take it down the stairs. What? Surely, and if that's your one job, I know. If your job is delivering washing machines, make sure you're physically able to deliver washing machines. Did you have to tell them before they arrived? We live well. Uh, we've got the washing machine is on the floor it's, upstairs. It said on the email, we will deliver to any room you choose. Mm. so i'm i'm guessing in london they're gonna tackle stairs occasionally mm. of course like all the bloody time flats. flats yeah also if you can get a washing machine up and it's it's not a big flight of stairs it's not huge yeah and surely down's the easy bit yeah chuck it exactly and <laughs> do you know what he left sam went and got a neighbor they got it down the stairs in five minutes no unbelievable and i'm just like you should complain you should complain yeah. What, what did you do with it? Because was he supposed to take it away with him? He was supposed to take it away. I mean, we put it outside and we said, it's it's outside if you want to come back and take it away. And they did. So, but... Oh, sounds like a good guy. 
He's actually my legend of the week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's there's arguments on both sides, you know. There's yeah. definitely an argument on your side. His side, I'm just putting myself into his shoes. I know, I know he there's might an argument. Not, he might have said to his boss, I can't do stairs. His boss doesn't give a shit. He sends them to the job anyway. He doesn't realise it's not yeah. on the email that he's going to have to do that. He turns up, you know, he's on the back foot. I don't know. Rose is right. If that's your job. like If your job is delivering big pieces of furniture, big white goods... Make sure you're physically able. Yeah. But or, or just there must be a workaround. There must be a method. You've got to get yeah. a crane in there. Get a, get yeah. a thing. No, not a crane. Yeah. That's <laughs> but a pulley, pulleys or or like a little like one of those wheels. The things on wheels that you use. Yeah. You know, yeah. Where you put it on wheels yeah. and you take it apart, saw it into bits. Saw it into bits. That's what they did to our sofa. Saw oh yeah. Saw, saw it in half. half. <laughs> it was like a magic trick. Fucking hell. <laughs> So stressful. <laughs> right, I'll do mine. I'll rattle through them. Go on. Legend of the week: a lovely girl called Ellen, who came to. I've just spent um, some time recently opening Susie Ruffles tour shows for her, doing a little set at the top, warming up. And uh, a lovely girl called Ellen came to see the show, I believe, in Great Torrington in North Devon, mm-hmm. and sent such a nice message saying she loved the show but also saying that she was a big fan of birthday girls and that she's listened to all of our podcasts several times and that it was really nice to see me last night oh and that is so nice i just thought what a bloody legend because when you're doing tour support for people it's really fun but you're very much aware nobody has come to see you and Mm -hmm. people you think are they going to be actively hostile because they just (laughs) want to see the person they paid to see they never are Susie's audiences are lovely but it was just very nice of her to say that she wanted to see me as well it was giving you that external validation you need that's what I need I crave Mm -hmm. it give Mm -hmm. it to me always (laughs) thanks Ellen dick of the week is uh, my new curling tongs. Can Ooh. you see my head? I can see your head, yeah. Oh. Burn. There's a burn there. So basically, I bought myself some curling tongs. Since when do you curl your hair? All right, Camille. This is what I'm t- going to get into. Go on. I recently bought a pair because I don't know what... I, I just, for ages, I've just been like, oh, I guess my hair's just a sort of th- this weird thing where it's really curly underneath and just weirdly sort of straight and straw-like on top. I'll just guess I'll live with that. And then I and then I was at my friend Sarah Moss's house for her wedding in the summer, and she had these curling tongs, and I just did the top of my hair, and it looked so nice. I was like, I'm going to treat myself. Why am I Why am I living with shit straw hair? They're great, but it's basically a big hot stick, mm. and if you accidentally just, I've basically got burns all over my for- forehead because I'm so <laughs> clumsy. Did you not hear my legend what? last week? Apart from the mm. micro crimper, I mentioned. The curling the... tong that your hair, you don't have to do the the windy, windy, it's not a long, hot rod. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. And also, I think I've, I, I've got so much hair, it's going to take ages. Well, keep I'll burning. I'll try, all right. You want to keep burning I'll your keep face? keep burning. I've got a crispy head, all right, basically. <laughs> you know, you just got like, you know that the particular burns you get from hair straighteners or curling tongs? Yeah. It's just, you just, they just go crispy. Mm. And I, yeah, I just think it looks like I've got sort of... Little scabs. Yeah, like scabies or something. Yeah. Hair looks anyway. nice though. Yeah. So yeah. swings and roundabouts. Yeah. <laughs> James, who is your di- uh, legend and dick of the week? So my legend of the week, I heard, I've got the radio on in the car a lot and there was an item on the news 
I didn't get all the details, but basically a woman um, kept ate a packet of Skittles every day for like years and years. And she kept a spreadsheet of what color Skittles were in the packets. And she honestly did this for like five years or something. What, like how many, like five red, exactly. 10 orange, right, exactly. okay. And she, her conclusion was that there are less purple ones. <gasps> and I just think what a service to humanity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. makes them more precious. Exactly. Yeah. Like she, you know, we've all had that suspicion. Maybe there are less purple yeah. ones because they are there good. There are less purple. Yeah. She's gone out there. She's walked the walk and she's proven it. Confirmed. There are fewer purple. Do they all actually just taste the same though? No. No. Way. But isn't it just psychosomatic? They just make no them different colours. Th- M and M's all taste the same, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, M&M's yeah. But that's just chocolate. food colouring. But um, Skittles taste no differently, way. don't they? Yeah, because mm-hmm. they. Ta- yeah, I don't know if you're aware. They taste like a rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So she's my legend of the week. Hats off to her. My dick of the week. I took my car to a hand car wash. Um, <gasps> yesterday uh-huh. and the guy in before me was like in this big black 4x4 and he was like really swish and cool well he thought he was anyway and they washed his car and I always think it's sort of a slightly like it, it's clear he's got the power in that situation do you know what I mean like uh-huh. there's one guy uh-huh. with a big flash car paying these three blokes to wash it for him and they finished and they came over and they asked for the money and then he went round and he like inspected every oh. inch of the car. And he like oh, opened the doors off. and was like, he was pointing out to them like, oh, you've missed a bit there. And like, there was a bit like on the, in the sort of door, like in the compartment in the door, he was like, get your hoover in there. You've not done that properly. Oh. And I just thought that's a bit of a dickhead move. Like, yeah, yeah really they're is. working hard. I mean, maybe it's me and I'm just like too uncomfortable. I mean, how expensive was the, the clean the service i reckon he paid he had the full service so i think it was about 20 quid probably i mean but that's not a, that's that's nothing well really. to this guy it's nothing i can tell you mm-hmm. yeah judging by his smart coat and his smart if he if he car. wants a you know really detailed one go and pay a bit more money and get it done yeah or do it yourself Attenborough, you lazy shit yeah <laughs> um, it was David Attenborough. It, sorry, it was David Attenborough, and I just thought this is pathetic, mate. So that's that's my dick of the week. Yeah, yeah, good one. That is a dick move, Camille. My legend of the week is me because um, I feel like there's been a bit of stick recently. Oh, Camille, you're not that strong. You're weak. Your shoulder goes funny all the time. It's a statement of fact. Well, yeah, I feel like it keeps getting mentioned. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to start going to a class called Sculpt at the gym. Mm-hmm. Wait. It's a pottery class. Now, I have gone through this phase before. A couple years ago, I, I did the same thing. James bought me a top that had the slogan, small girls get strong on it. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that top. And I sort of fell out of the habit. Didn't but happen start- in the end. Didn't happen. Yeah, no, didn't happen. I've started it up again. Um, yeah, I'm only using the two kilogram weights at the moment. Um, but I'm giving it a go. Going every week. Getting myself stronger. Well done me for going. So you're the legend because you're going to a gym class. Yeah. 
Well, not just any gym class. Sculpt. Sculpt. Um, <laughs> dick of the week, gym-based again, goggles. <laughs> I mm. cannot... If you are listening to this and you've got a really good pair of goggles, tell me what they are because... Mm. Rose, even that recent pair of goggles I bought that you tried, you told me they were good. I love them. You wanted the link. No, mm. the, the 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 bits come out of the come out of the bit, and when the bit comes out, you uh, can't get it you back can't in. Can't get it back uh, in. I've yeah, tied yeah, it yeah. up. It's and you just they're just such a faff as well. It's like I want to go swimming. Where are my goggles? Just where? I, yeah, where are the goggles? I've never had a pair that don't steam or like or just stay in, perfectly or don't give you panda eyes. Like. Mm. Mm. So yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, it's been a cracking pod, James. You've been a brilliant guest. You've set the standard for the other husbands when they come on. Yeah, I look forward <laughs> to their episodes coming up. Um, have you enjoyed yourself? I've had a lovely time. Thank you. I feel relaxed. I feel, you know, at one with the living world. So thank you. Yeah. Have we laughed enough, Aww. James? James always says when I come off a podcast, he can't believe how much I'm laughing. I'm just like, I've never made a laugh like that. <laughs> five years. <laughs> and actually she's been quite quiet on this one so yeah <laughs> still trying still trying that's nice um, yeah no I've had a lovely time thanks for having me oh is there anything Aww. that you would like to plug oh, do you yeah. want to tell people where they can get your book my book um, yeah sure uh, yeah I have written a book it's about uh, loads of things but it's also, it tells the story of me going whale watching and being all dizzy um, amongst other mm-hmm. stuff there's a lot of stuff about monkeys in there actually um, <laughs> it's called the champ and the chump it should be called and, and the chimp the chimp as well but it's not yes! <laughs> and it's available uh, well the horrible website that's named after a rainforest um, mm. along, amongst other places but you know that's probably where it's I cheapest. did I bought it from our local bookshop yeah had to do that I ordered it from foils so. Oh, classy bunch, aren't I you? Bought it. Mm-hmm. No, I bought it from the bad one. Yeah, well, that is true. <laughs> Very bad model. There's an audio book as well. So if you've oh. been listening to this, and read thinking, by you. Yeah. If you're like, I like the sound of that guy's voice. What about another nine hours of him? <laughs> That's achievable. <laughs> well, James, thanks for coming, and good luck. I mean, good luck in your life. You're married to Camille, so. Good luck in your life, and I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure we'll see you in person very soon. I should hope at so. A social event. Right, I'll guys. see you in a minute. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, what a lovely pod! I hope you're oh. feeling relaxed. I hope you're going to listen out for some bird song and go mm-hmm. for a lovely dip in the Amazon River if yeah. you live near there. Um, <laughs> Open your window. Take a nice lug of air. Wherever you live. Unless you live in London like us, where <laughs> yeah. it's highly polluted. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. You're the absolute best. We love you. Um, you give us that external validation we absolutely all crave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, thank you also to Ange Malewski, who uh, composed our brilliant music, and Lucy Moore, who does our very cool artwork. Yes. Thank you, BT. Thank you, Camille. Thank you, Rose. Thank you. I, I was going to say we should also credit Sarah Cresswell, who took the original picture that the artwork is based on. <gasps> yes, Ooh, we, should. we should. She is an incredible photographer. Shout out to Sarah Cresswell. Yeah. If you need any photos doing, oh, please. She's amazing. Get her. She's incredible. But otherwise, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.